Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to The Noble and Bruce Show, brought to you by Ball is Life and Dash Radio. Welcome to The Noble and Bruce Show, the number one most downloaded podcast on the Ball is Life network. I'm your host, Bruce Williams, with my co-host, Zach Noble. And this is the only show, one of the only shows, where uh, you get player interviews, bloggers, journalists, everything all things NBA, we cover it head to toe. Today, we are lucky enough to be joined by a green room invitee, uh, a forward out of LSU, Mr. Tari Eason. Tari, how are you doing today, man? We're really excited to speak with you. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, Looking I wanted good, to start feeling off. good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, for those, for our, for our audio listeners, uh, you can't tell, but Tari has a nice fit on. And for our YouTube viewers, you will obviously be able to see it. So hopefully this is a preview of what, what you're going to see tomorrow in the green room. Can you tell I got my tigers on? Can you tell them my tigers are showing? Yeah. 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 Go tigers. I wanted to, I wanted to ask you uh, how you're feeling about tomorrow, man. Uh, You know, for, for the people listening to this, we're recording this the day before the draft. So uh, any butterflies or are you just ready for the process to be over or what? All right. So um, to be honest, you know, this is a dream come true for me. You know, this is all really a surreal moment. So I'm really just doing my best to, you know, soak up every moment and, and really just, you know, enjoy everything. That's amazing, man. So at what age did you first, this first cross your mind that you, you think you might cross that stage someday and basketball was a real future career for you? Three? No, no. boy. Ever really, ever since I was, you know, born, I could really always imagine this. You know, this is always what I've wanted to do. This is really, you know, my one, my first real true love. So, you know, this has been something I've been dreaming about since I was a child. Yeah. So what has the process been like for you? Like how many workouts? What what has it been like since the day you ended college? Yeah, the process has been a little hectic, um, but it's also been great at the same time. You know, I'm working out for different NBA teams, traveling, things like that. But, you know, at the same time, you know, this is really, you know, moments I used to really pray for and really, you know, look forward to in the past. So really just I've just been trying to be present throughout this whole process and, and, um, you know, enjoy and just, you know, continue to work and get better every day. Can you can you describe uh, what a what a typical workout has been like for you throughout this process? As far as uh, a team workout or myself? Like, team uh, yeah, good good question. A, a team workout. 
uh, a team workout, you know, you're going to get there by 8 a.m. Um, then they're going to, you know, give you breakfast. They're going to test you. You're going to do some, you know, maybe vertical force plate, whatever really they want to test, um, test your joints, things like that, uh, for about an hour, hour and a half, maybe sometimes longer, you know, then you're going to get on the court and do some one-on-one three-on-three, two-on-two. And then, uh, really they're just trying to condition you and you're going to get some shots up after and That's about it. How many teams did you work out for? 12. 12. Jeez. Um, everybody, um, one, one through 12 or I mean, all over the place. Uh, not one through 12. Uh, really, I worked out through, uh, teams that were, you know, kind of nine through 20, uh, seven. I worked out for seven as well. I can tell you that, um, so I'm from Houston, sorry. Uh, I'm a big Rockets guy, uh, especially on Twitter. And I can tell you there's, there's a lot of Rockets fans on Twitter that would be very disappointed if you didn't end up in a Rockets uniform. So we'll see. We'll see what happens tomorrow night. Um, let me ask you. Where do you see yourself projecting in the NBA? I mean, I see you based on what I know about you, you know, six, eight, two fifteen plus. I see you as being athletic, long, uh, a three and D type wing. So your, your three point percentage, you, you upped it and had a pretty good season last season around 35, 36%. So where do you see yourself fitting in the NBA? Um, do you think you can play the three guard, the three and all of that? Yeah, for sure. I definitely see myself as a, you know, prototypical, you know, modern day wing, you know, in the NBA, you know, can play, you know, multiple positions and defend multiple positions. You know, I don't think I could just defend a three. I think I'd defend a four or five and one and a two. So, you know, I think so switch, switchable one through five, switchable one through five. I think that my, you know, defensive versatility and my ability allows me to do that. So, um, you know, that's, that's, that's how I feel. So speaking of your defensive instincts, because I think that's the biggest strength to your game personally, even though I think you got an overall game we'll touch on here. But um, I mean, is it just from playing the game and you got these natural instincts or how do you develop these? Because I mean, I think you're as great. I mean, your instincts are as great as anyone in this draft defensively. And so how did they come about? What have you worked on to improve those and to be able to guard ones and twos even? Um, I mean, honestly, uh, really just comes from a competitive mindset that I've always had, you know, I just don't want the guy I'm guarding to score on me or, you know, basketball is a very simple game and you break it down, you know, if they put the ball in the hole more than you, then they're going to win. You put the ball, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, it's really just always, you know, stem from my competitive edge, you know, just really trying to make winning plays, winning efforts. Offensively as a rookie, I guess two questions. One, as a rookie, where do you see yourself? fitting in the NBA offensively and then throughout your career, where do you think you may or may not grow your game offensively? I think, you know, I see myself as a player offensively. You just plug in, you know, at uh, multiple different positions and I'm going to go out there, uh, provide energy, um, knock down an open three, you know, make the right read, uh, really just uh, learn the game and um, soak up everything I can, especially, you know, in my first year and, and years after that, you know, just continue to grow, um, expand on my game. Yeah, utility. I mean, the way you described it, I mean, that's basically a utility player, but um, I'm sure you've heard it all. I mean, I'll tell you a few in a moment here, but what do you think your biggest improvements are and what have you been working on? Um, I mean, just improvement wise offensively. I think my biggest improvement throughout this offseason is uh, definitely my shooting ability and my uh, passing ability. Those two things just kind of reading the floor and reading the defense. Those two things have you know, definitely grown. 
Okay, it's talking it. passing off the dribble, or are we talking like passing, you know, just, just make it right, reads, right, just make it reads, things like that off the dribble as well. Yes, yeah, so. got it, got it. Yeah, so I think I mean your energy and your competitiveness. I mean, it shows every every play, every game, and um, I, I that's never a bad thing. You want that in your players and your grinding, and but at sometimes I think you're moving a little too fast to process the game, and that's where um, some of the passing mistakes happen from time to time but that's what you expect in young players as well um do you think about i mean figuring out ways to slow it down offensively and or how do you even improve those passing mistakes mistakes and um becoming more of a playmaker um you know just different reads you know we've been working on through the offseason you know working with my trainer and you know, we have different guys on the court, you know, help me just, you know, in these workouts and just making better reads and things like that. And it's putting guys in play in workouts with trainers. I mean, are, are you a film guy? Do you watch a lot of film or is it more so just trying to process that through workout? Uh, it's a little bit of both. I think um, I learned through film uh, as well as kind of learning through experience. So um, I think when I put those two things together, I learn the quickest. Uh, so I, I said both really. Now, where where do you see your game in like five years from now? Because, I mean, it sounds like you know who you are as a player. Um, you want to come in and capitalize on that. But um, I see, I mean, the the differences between like you can come in. I think you got a really high floor and it's awesome to know that you know what type of player you are and what you're going to capitalize on. But um, how do you unlock those other areas or like wh- where do you see yourself in five years, first of all? And. Um, how do you how do you get there? Uh, I see myself hopefully in an all star position. Um, and how do I get? You really just get there through work. You know, trust. You know what's gotten me here to this point. That's you know really all I can hang my hat on. Um, as long as I work my hardest and do what I'm supposed to do, I believe everything will fall into place. So, yeah, I mean, I couldn't couldn't really disagree with that. Um, you know, being six foot eight, being a wing in the NBA, there's there's a ton of value there, especially in today's NBA long rangey guys if you can knock down the shot play both ends of the floor there is certainly a place for you in the league uh, you look at a guy like Mikhail Bridges off of Phoenix you know I mean he's a little shorter than you six six but three and D does it all has great instincts and has been very valuable to that team and also has earned himself a spot in this league uh both you know by the eye test and both by the by the money bag test so who do you model or try to model, or even not even try to, who, who just do you think that you kind of model your game after? Um, is there anyone modern? Is there anyone from the old days? Either or, whatever. Um, it's hard for me to say I fully model my game after, you know, people because I just, you know, I like, you know, a lot of different guys. I take bits and pieces from a lot of people's game. Um, as far as from the older NBA, uh, Ron Artest, uh, I liked his game a lot. Um, as far as the new NBA, I like a lot of the new, you know, prototypical uh, 3D guys. I like Jeremy Grant. I like Kawhi Leonard, of course. Um, he's kind of someone I've always looked up to. OG Nobu, OG Anubi, uh, Herb Jones, guys like that. So even Jalen Brown, the way he gets downhill in transition, I, I really like the, the way. He's I must be old, man. I must be old if our test is old because our test was for me was like I was a teenager, I think. So I guess I'm getting real old. <laughs> <laughs> older, I guess an older player, former player. I'm just best with you. I'm just best with you. But yeah, Zach, what's up? Yeah, so I mean, uh, those are a lot of the guys I have written down and whatnot. I mean, does that question ever get annoying for you? Uh, as far as like, who's my, who do I play? Yeah, who, who are your cops? Who? Um, it doesn't get annoying. Um, you know, anytime you can, you know, 
everybody's learning from somebody, you know, that's how we grow. So everybody's taking bits and pieces of different people's games. Some people model their game after one player. Uh, others don't. I wouldn't say that I fully, you know, model my game after one specific player. I just, you know, try to take bits and pieces and really you know, learn as much as I can. I respect that, man. Uh, who, uh, or what's the weirdest question you were asked in an interview? Um, the weirdest question. Uh, it's going to be hard for me to think about the weirdest question. Come on, something's got to stick out that is just like, what? What are you doing? Um, um, I don't want to put anybody on we the spot. Don't need to call it the team here. Yeah, yeah, but you know the teams know specifically what they <laughs> yeah. ask. No, that, that's that's all good. Uh, we've we've had players in the past tell us uh, that they get asked some some very funny stuff. But I was going to ask, man, if you had to pick one attribute that that for your rookie season you really want to get down and and you want people to know, hey, Tari Eason does this. Uh, whether it's shooting, whether it's you know scoring off the bounce, whether it's just being a lockdown man defender, uh, which. Which of those attributes would you pick as being most important to you to, to cement and secure? Um, ultimately, just work hard, a worker. That's, I mean, if that's one thing that I want to get across to, you know, everybody is just, you know, my work ethic. Love right. it. So uh, one thing I really want to, you got to follow up there, Rush? No, 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 go, go for it. Okay. One thing I really want to touch on um, that is really impressive on your behalf is, adaptability and being able to transition into new situations and new roles. Um, you transitioned from Cincinnati to LSU and you made adjustments. You improved like no other. Um, it was quite impressive from efficiency just as a player. Um, was it just a role situation? Is it the coach elevating you? How did, how did you make such drastic changes and grow as a player so much in those two years? Well, ultimately I think it came down to, uh, like I said before, really just my work ethic. You know, I stayed in the gym, stayed true to what got me to that point, and I'm still staying true to what's gotten me to this point. So um, really work. And I think, you know, Coach Wade and his belief in me and kind of the system at LSU allowed me to play a lot more freely and allowed me to, you know, make more decisions and, you know, put the ball in my hand. So I was, I was going to ask, um, touching again on being, on being a Rockets fan, um, the Rockets lately have become like a spot for West Coast ballers, right? They, uh, they got Josh Chris and Jalen Green out of California. But more importantly, Kevin Porter Jr. from, I believe, your hometown of Seattle, if I'm not mistaken. Isn't and there Stone are heavy from room. there? Uh, Stone, I don't know if he's from there. I think he played the, the, the Rockets GM, Rafael Stone. I think he played basketball there. I think he played college basketball there. Mm. He's from um, Seattle. Okay. They're also rumored to potentially take Paolo Bancaro potentially at number three, also from Seattle. And I believe you're from Seattle. So I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there that if they do decide to take you, that we might have like a Seattle super team brewing over, over down South in Houston, but maybe that's just me yeah. with some wishful thinking. So um, I was also going to ask, man, is there anywhere, is there anywhere that you would, I mean, growing up in Seattle, I'm assuming you kind of as a kid just wanted to end up, or is there any dream scenario or, or are you just happy to be? Um, right. So I'm not from Seattle originally. I moved to Seattle uh, for high school. So I'm from Los Angeles. Oh, actually, okay. Originally. okay. My bad. Yeah. I live in Los Angeles. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. Me too. Um, so um, I did. 
didn't grow up a Sonics fan. I just grew up a LeBron fan mainly. So, you know, wherever he was at, kind of I went um, as far as team. Um, but, yeah, I really look at it as a, as a blessed standpoint. You know, the fact that I'm here uh, is truly a blessing. And, you know, any team that decides to choose and, you know, pick me is is, is just, you know, getting everything I've got. So um, I truly Can you walk blessed. us through tomorrow what you expect it to be like, just the process, getting ready for the whole thing? you know, media, anything you got to do, just, just your mindset, your preparation, your team, all of that. Uh, I think tomorrow is going to be a lot of energy, a lot of excitement, a lot of uh, emotions running high. Um, you know, this is really everything we, uh, I've been working for my whole life coming to fruition. So, um, I know emotions are going to be high, so I'm going to just, you know, try to really just be in the moment and be as present as I can. What's, what's the fit tomorrow? What, what are we expecting to, Shades, outfit, what we got? We're, 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 you're, you're gonna, you're in for some, you know, definitely, <laughs> some, yeah, some nice for sure. I can't give, I can't give away all the sauce, but it's gonna be, it's gonna be. All right, you pride yourself on your fits, your clothes yeah. guy. Uh, I think, I think a little bit, you know, I try to, I try to dress nice, you know, I try to, I try to look nice. Okay. Uh, do you have a shooting coach you've been working with for a while? Uh, not. Officially, I had one in high school, uh, Jalen Plunkett. We we worked together uh, quite a bit in high school. Um, since I've kind of left Seattle, I haven't had much more. I've just really been, you know, repping it myself and uh, just, you know, working on it. Have you adjusted the form much at all, or is it just putting in the work and uh, the numbers have showed for itself? I mean, me and Roosh are both guys. The numbers speak for himself. I mean, we talk about that. I mean, if the shot goes in and get it off in time, um, that, that's fine. but. Um, there, there are like, you have huge hands. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that can run into issues at times and where you put the hand. I personally don't care as long as it goes in, it really exactly. doesn't matter to me, you know, but, um, so Zach, do you have any, I mean, we've, we've, no, I was going to, Oh, go for it. Sorry. I was, I was, I was, the question was, I mean, have you adjusted the format all throughout the years how, why you've improved from 24 to 36%? Um, I adjusted the form. In high school, mainly uh, when I got to Cincinnati, it was kind of uh, when I got to Cincinnati, it became a little different just because um, opportunity and really just my ability to rep it uh, Mm -hmm. was a lot less. Just, you know, there was COVID. There was a lot of things, you know, hard to get in the gym. So um, at LSU um, and even in that offseason, when things started to open up a little bit more, I really just, you know, got back in the gym and and repped that out as much as possible. I think throughout the process, the only thing I've really worked on a little bit more is just getting the ball uh, in the middle of my body a little bit more. But Mm -hmm. other than that, um, uh, it's, it's, you know, confidence is everything, man. Confidence. Yeah, I I really believe that at this level, you know, NBA level guys, um, you can all shoot. It's just a matter of is it going in in the, in the game, and that takes rhythm. Sometimes it takes a little luck. Sometimes it takes the right fit. So many just little intangible things that you can't always measure that go into it. So, I mean, obviously, you proved uh, that you can shoot thirty six percent at the college level, right? And so I, I think that I'm hopeful it will translate to the NBA. Um, so we've drilled you on NBA like basketball on the court questions, and we appreciate you taking the gauntlet. Uh, usually, you know, we, we stretch things out and have more of a conversation, but we know we're in a bit of a time crunch here. So we just want to get them all in. Um, so I will transition Zach, unless you have anything on the court, I was going to transition just to learn a little bit about you off the court. Um, if you could tell us, you know, who is Tari Eason off the court, you know, when, when there's not a game going on, what are you doing? Reading, relaxing, meditating, video games, music, whatever. 
yeah, Tar Eason is really just, you know, easygoing dude, super chill, loves music, you know, always listening to some sort of music. You know, if it's not a game day, I'm at the house chilling, blasting music, maybe making music, something like that. You know, I'm not going to come out with any of it, but uh, <laughs> definitely. Uh, Roosh was ready to battle you. Yeah. So who, uh, hey, hey do, do the research that so we can have that conversation. Um, who are your favorite artists? Uh, yeah, it's a good question. Meek Mill. Lil Baby, uh, G Herbo, NBA Youngboy, Lil Dirt. Those are, yeah, for sure. Did you listen to that new Drake that just came out? I did. Uh, I definitely did. Obviously, Drake is in a tier of his tier of his own. You know, Drake is Drake. Um, but I, I, I did listen to it. What do you think of it? So it sounds, <laughs> it sounds like you didn't really like it that much, but I can't tell. Mid, um, mid. If it's, I didn't, I, I don't think, I don't think it was mid. I, you know, I just don't, I think that the vibe for, it, uh, this is what I think vibe. his voice was better than expected. Like this is what I think people aren't he's leaning Drake. into the voice. He's Drake. He's been around for a, a long time. He's done a million different things. He's proved to us. He can rap. He understands that, you know, if he makes that type of music, he's going to, it's going to make a lot of money for him. It's going to be played worldwide. It's going to be remixed. It's like a different genre. It's not rap, you know? So I'm not, I'm not going to it and like jamming it like, Oh my God. But it's like background music, like lobby music, you know, yeah. it, it, it'll stick. It's nothing crazy, but it'll stick. It, yeah. You know, it's Drake. It's exactly I feel like it's Drake. And you know, as time goes on, I think probably more of it'll start to, you know, catch on to people as all Drake does. So, right. you know, as, all, as, Sorry, that's my dog. As uh, as it plays on, and the and you know the women play it more and like it more, the men will like it more, and that's just mm. that's how the Drake cycle goes, right? It drives people like oh, I don't know. Then their their girlfriends and wives are jamming it, and then they start jamming it, and that's what it is, right? Yeah. But um, favorite. It's a tie. It's a toss up. My guy, I love tie. Yeah. yeah, chicken and pizza. Oh no, not tie. It's a tie. <laughs> it's a tie. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken and pizza. What kind of pizza, man? I was recently in Chicago, had some deep dish. I don't discriminate, but do you have a, a preference? I mean, I'm, I'm usually just going to, I'm old fashioned, just pepperoni. Okay. Okay. I'll tell you this. In the potential event that you do end up in Houston, it's one of the best cities in the, in the country for food. You let me know. I'll tell you where to go. Bet. Um, Bet. We'll, we'll point you to the right spots. We got Minneapolis is much there. better, of course. I mean, it is. <laughs> so, Zach, uh, do you have any anything you want to? Tack on here. I know, last, I know last quick hitter. I know you got to get out of here. We ask everybody, you get three people to go to dinner with or just hanging out with, but who, who would you take to dinner out of anybody in the world? And we're talking, we're talking like, not like family members though, right? Like anyone dead or alive from history, dead or alive. athletes, entertainers, whatever. Dead or alive. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take Muhammad Ali. Yes. Um, I'm going to go to dinner with Muhammad Ali. Malcolm X and LeBron James. Okay. That's That's going to be a deep convo right there. That's a hell of a dinner group. I like that. That's awesome. Zach, anything else uh, before we let Tari get on his way? Time is up, but we are looking forward to it. Uh, Me and Roosh will be talking a lot of crap. If you come to one of our teams, we'd love to have you. Uh, Both think you're perfect next to our guys we got in place. So best of luck. Tari, going forward, only only good things from here. Everybody who comes on the show blossoms. So, sure. looking you, out thank, for you, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it, yes, hey, it, it, we we sprinkle a little dust. Anytime somebody comes on the show, it's almost like they they take off after that and have like you know some stretch of their career that's awesome. So we hope 
The same for you. We wish you the best, man. We're going to be watching closely tomorrow. Fingers crossed for me that you end up in Houston. We'll see if we have to trade up to get you. For sure. Um, and and other than that, man, hey, congrats, enjoy dude. So this is what you worked for, so enjoy it. Yes, indeed. Appreciate that. Take care, All man. Right, see you. Have a good day.